I was reminded of as, as we began our worship and just uh, thinking about us being connected online like this. Uh, when Moses was out in the desert and he came to, up to that burning bush, uh, God, it turns out that God was there. God was present. And so he told Moses, you know, take off your shoes. This is holy ground. When God's present, we need to remember that wherever he is, that that is holy. Holiness is showing up. It is a holy, the place doesn't really work with us. But as we worship, even in our separate homes, God is present with us. We enter into his presence, and we need to show reverence. We need to be like Moses, who took off his his sandals in reverence to God, in respect to God, and in in fact, with fear and trembling before God, knowing that God was in his presence, he was there, he was going to show that proper attitude of respect towards him. And so let's all remember that, and let's all do that. Our homes from you know all all week long our homes are just ordinary places but then uh, during this time uh let us realize that there is something special going on and god is present with us and let's worship him in spirit and in truth this week one of the things we've been reading proverbs uh, for those who are following along on the schedule Proverbs are really, really fun uh, to read and a joy to read. Really challenging because for me, it slows me down so much. But as I was reading through Proverbs chapter 8, I got halfway through, and then I, I suddenly started thinking about Jesus. And that happened in particular, I think even more pointed, in verse number 27. In Proverbs chapter 8, go ahead and be turning there, have your Bibles open, and and you're going to be need to be there for even our discussion after after worship. I hope you'll stay there. In Proverbs chapter 8, verse 22, it started kind of a new topic, a new subject. Um, and then in verse number 20, it says, When he established the heavens, speaking of God, when he established the heavens, I was there. So who is I? Well, if you go back through this whole whole proverb, um, even beginning in verse number one, does not wisdom call and understanding lift up her voice? So a wisdom is her. Wisdom is personified. It's as if wisdom becomes an actual person. And as wisdom continues to speak through this psalm, when you get to verse number 27, and you hear that when he established, when God established the heavens, I was there. Well, and it's, it's talking about wisdom. And when he inscribed a circle on the face of the deep, when he made firm the skies above, when the springs of the deep became fixed, when he set the sea for its boundaries so that the water would not transgress his command, when he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was beside him. Wisdom is there at creation. Wisdom was there with God. Well, there's somebody else there that is very wise that was present at creation, wasn't there? Look at John chapter 1. And there are a couple of places we can turn to and, and look and consider this, but I'll just look at John 1. And I've got it marked. I don't know why I'm trying to find it. 
I got it marked. There it is. When you're there, I'm, I'm ready to go. John chapter 1, verses 1, 2, and actually verses 1 through 4. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and apart from him, nothing came into being that has come into being. Now, if John chapter 1, verses 1 through 4, I didn't read verse number 4, come to think of it. But if it had said her, we would have been like, oh, this is a reference. It sounds like Proverbs 8, doesn't it? Um, But it doesn't say her, it says him. So we're left to wonder who is the him in John chapter 1. Verse number 4, it says, in him was life, and the life was the light of men. Well, we're not left to wonder who this him is in John chapter 1 the him who made everything, who was with God and who was God and who was the part of God that brought forth everything. Uh, Verse number 14 says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. So the word, and it's interesting when you think about Proverbs, you know, this word, uh, the wisdom that is being spoke of in Proverbs, the wisdom that is all through scripture, the instruction and teaching of God, the very word of God. Now you get to John number one, and it says that the word became flesh. The word that had created everything became flesh and dwelled among us. This is Jesus Christ in John chapter one. And Jesus, as it had said in Proverbs about wisdom, uh, Jesus was there at the beginning, and Jesus was with God, and Jesus was God. Um, Colossians chapter 1 verses 15 through 17 is another passage maybe you want to write down and look at it later and consider. But Jesus is, he's the creator. Um, Not everybody realizes this. It's one of those funny things that I didn't, somehow I didn't know when I was young. It didn't click with me what it actually says right in scripture. But Jesus was with God and Jesus is the creator, he was with God in the beginning, and through him all things were made. And without him, nothing was made that has been made. He was there. So when I got to, the, you know, and John, and excuse me, back to Proverbs chapter 8. In Proverbs chapter 8, I really just got to feel, I was like, man, this is really, is this, is Proverbs 8 talking about Jesus? Well, I, you know, it's, it's an interesting thought. It's a thought I'll challenge and challenge you with. And it really seems to fit well, all of those words. But then I backed up to the beginning. I'll ask you to back up to chapter 8, verse number 1 with me again. I want to consider verses 1 through 4. Now, with Jesus in mind, as we have the Creator in mind and think about Him, um, listen to John, or got John in my mind today. Proverbs chapter 8, verses 1 through 4. Does not wisdom call, and understanding lift up her voice? On the top of the heights beside the way, where the paths meet, she takes her stand. Beside the gates at the opening to the city, 
At the entrance of the doors, she cries out, To you, O man, I call, and my voice is to the sons of men. And I think of, if I think of Jesus in relationship then to these verses, now that, you know, um, particularly verse 27 and following, it kind of set my mind on Jesus and I back up here and now I consider Jesus in relationship to verses one through four. And I think about, you know, this passage is talking about wisdom. You know, it's basically every, everywhere you go, wisdom is calling out to you. Come to me, be wise, follow the instruction of God. To you, O men, I call, and my voice is to the sons of men. Constantly, wisdom calls out. She doesn't relent. She doesn't leave us alone. She's constantly calling us to her. And Jesus is the same. He is constantly calling men to come to him. Look in John um, chapter 7, verses 37 and 38. John chapter 7, verses 37 and 38. And this is when Jesus had gone to um, the great feast. Uh, this is uh, the Passover of uh, the Feast of Booths. So um, the, the feast, feast of Booths was near. And Jesus goes up, and it was on the last, verse 37 says, Now on the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture said, from his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. Come, you know, here he is, just that last great day of the feast. Everybody's celebrating God and the wonders that he does for them. And he calls out and he says, if you, if, if you want, if you are thirsty, if you are longing for God, if you are thirsty, come to me and drink. Jesus inviting Jesus just trying to gather everybody. You know, every, everywhere he goes, he is calling to people. And at this point, he has just come to me and drink. Your soul will be satisfied from you. The, from the innermost being that will flow, the rivers of life will come forth from you. It's like a well bubbling up. See, speaking of the Spirit, if you want to have that fullness, the Spirit in you, come to me. Jesus calls out. He cries out. And at this same feast, verse um, starting in verse number 14, I want to read through 18. So I'm backing up a little bit. And, and I think there's even, um, there's, there's wisdom in here that Jesus is calling us to. And call, he was calling them to. Verse 14 says, but when it was now the midst of the feast, Jesus went up into the temple and began to teach. The Jews then were astonished, saying, How has this man become learned, having never been educated? Well, and I would I would contend that, you know, he was he is wisdom, he is truth. He was very well educated, wasn't he? Verse 16 says, So Jesus answered them and said, My teaching 
is not mine, but his who sent me. If anyone is willing to do his will, he will know of the teaching, whether it is of God or whether I speak of or from myself. He who speaks from himself seeks his own glory, but he who is seeking the glory of the one who sent him is true, and there is no unrighteousness in him. Now, it's an interesting thing to me that as you consider what Jesus was saying here in verse number 17, you know, he's, he, he, you know, he's already said, you know, my teaching's not mine. This is from above. It's from the one who sent me. But verse 17, if anyone is willing to do his will, he will know of the teaching, whether it is of God or whether I speak for myself. Jesus is, is using this wonderful, hey, he's saying, hey, test me out on this. Try it. If you, you hear what I say, just do it. Put it to the test. And if you do it, you'll know that what I speak, it's, it's not from a man, but it's from the Father in heaven who sent me. It is the truth. It is the way. And, he, and then he comes at that last day, he says, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Jesus is the way. And he's calling out to people. He's calling out to men everywhere. Come to me. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. You go back to uh, Proverbs chapter 8, verse, verse number 4. To, to you, O men, I call, and my voice is to the sons of men. Come and try me out. Come, you know, I've got wisdom. I've got teaching. I've got instruction. Follow it. And then verse number 5 of Proverbs 8, it says, um, O naive ones, understand prudence. And, O oh, fools, understand wisdom. For I speak, I will speak noble things, and the opening of my lips will reveal right things. For my mouth will utter truth, and wickedness is an abomination to my lips. If you want to know truth, you come to Jesus. And he is calling People who don't know the ignorant ones, the, the foolish ones, he calls them to know him, to try him out, to listen, and to gain the truth. Uh, in, in Luke, compare this to, uh, to Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5, verses 29 through 32. And here, um, uh, this is, he, Jesus had just called a, a tax collector, and, and so he goes to Levi's house, the tax collector. Verse 29, and, and Levi gave a big reception for him in his house, and there was a great crowd of tax collectors and other people who were reclining at the table with him. The Pharisees and the scribes began grumbling at the disciples, saying, why do you eat and drink with the tax collectors and sinners? And Jesus answered and said to them, it is not those who are well who need a physician, but those who are sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. 
And Jesus, you know, as, as we look at Proverbs chapter 8 and we consider this in the light of Jesus and consider Jesus, he is calling out to everyone, come to me. But in particular, he is calling out to the naive ones, to the foolish ones, to the ones who don't believe. He's saying, come to me, I've got the truth. He came to call not the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Isn't that? He is everywhere calling to all men and saying, come to me. Come to me. If you're thirsty, come to me. If you're a sinner, come to me. I will. Uh, if, you're, if you're weary and heavy laden, come to me and I will give you rest. Jesus calls and he calls and he pleads and he begs of people. Just like wisdom was calling out to people, Jesus calls to people. Come to me. It's a beautiful thought. He calls sinners to him. And so I've covered a few of these verses. As I think about Jesus in Proverbs chapter 8, I made an application from uh, verses 1 through 4 and 5 through 7, but there's so much more, I think, in here. I hope you've had a chance with my warning that maybe you've read through chapter 8 and seen some other things about Jesus, and we want to talk about those things give everybody a chance to maybe speak about Christ. And I think is, you know, as Jesus invites people to search for him and, and to find him, as he calls out and saying, come to me, you know, I, I think we can look at Proverbs chapter 8 and this, this, this passage where we can seek and search in Proverbs chapter 8 and try and find Jesus in the midst of this chapter. You know, it's, it's a good exercise for us to seek and find Jesus and opportunities to share him in, in everywhere we, we go in life and in every situation that we have, perhaps we can find a way to speak about Christ Jesus and to share him. Because that's what we want to do. We want to be the light. We want to be the salt God calls us to be. And so the only way we can do that is by sharing Christ Jesus with others. So let us let us take this opportunity at the end of our worship today to talk about Jesus and to share Christ Jesus with one another so we can learn to speak about him with others. We can do that easier with believers, but when we go out into the world, let's have a little practice here for how we can do that. Because Jesus does call us. He calls us to him, and the only way he's going to be able to call the naive ones and the foolish ones to him today is through you and me. These people that we might see on our screen or we might know that are there as you're on the telephone call. We're here. We're here together. We believe. But there are others all around us who don't believe and who don't know the truth. And we've got to share that truth with them. In Revelation chapter 3, there is another passage beginning in verse 18 that I want you to turn to and look as you consider Jesus calling out, as Jesus inviting others to come to him, as he's, he's calling sinners to come to repentance. Revelation 3, starting in verse 18. I advise you to buy from me gold refined by fire, and for the, and by the way, I got to pause for a second. For those of you who have read Proverbs chapter eight, I hope there's going to be a lot of stuff popping in your mind as we read through this passage right here. It already is doing it for me. So, starting starting at verse eighteen again, 
I advise you to buy for me gold refined by fire so that you may become rich and white garments so that you may clothe yourself and that the shame of your nakedness will not be revealed. And I salve to anoint your eyes so that you may see. Those whom I reprove, or excuse me, those whom I love, I reprove and discipline. Therefore, be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and I will dine with him and he with me. I stand at the door and knock. A picture of Jesus, you know, in wisdom in Proverbs 8, it was wisdom everywhere. Everywhere we went at the in, in along the way, at the gates, at the door, you know, he was there calling for us. Wisdom was there. She was there calling for us. And now Jesus is saying, I'm at your door. I am knocking. I am knocking. I want to come in. <sighs> Invite me in. I want to be with you. If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me. Let me come to you. Jesus calls out, if there's anybody who doesn't know Jesus, if you've never tried Christ, if you've never lived for him, if you've never searched for him like you should, you know, today is that day that you can do it. And as I think back to that John uh, passage in John uh, chapter 7, verses 14 through 18, verse 15, I think, you know, Jesus said, if you know, if you'll just do what I say, if you'll try to follow the will of God, you'll know that it's the truth. You'll know it's from God and not from, not from a man. It's from heaven above. That teaching is from him. Give it a try. Try it and you will know that it is truth. You'll join this group of believers who know that this is truth and a group of believers who are going to live by it due to do the will of God because it is the truth. That is who we are and what we will do. Come to Jesus. He is calling to you today. The one who created everything calls to you and says, I want to be in your presence. I want to dine with you. I want to be with you. I want to share life with you and be your life. If you need to give your life to Christ today, I encourage you to search him, seek him, to find him. And if we can help you do that, you let us know. So, and if there's anybody in the church who needs uh, to live in a better way and you want the prayers of the church, you let us know and we will, uh, we will be praying for you. We're going to sing a song, and it's to encourage you to respond. If you need to respond, and in whatever way you need to respond to the message, do that in your heart. And if you need to reach out to somebody, do it at the close of our, at the close of our worship. Uh, we'll sing this song now to encourage you. <laughs>